0: So over the moon <laughs> about these red roses, they are just so beautiful. When I was a younger woman, um, or a young girl, actually, I never thought that I would like flowers. I used to be like, hmm, but now I mean, they're just so beautiful, like. <laughs> I can't stop holding them. I can't stop holding these roses. Um, What I wanna talk about is the fact that all relationships, any two people that decide to come together can indeed stay together. But there has to be sacrifice. And that doesn't mean that you be with someone who drags you down or makes you feel down about yourself or, you know, um, you have to give up everything that you want for them. Like, no, that's not like that. When I say sacrifice, I mean to sacrifice your wants for their needs, right? So it's not really, it's not really like a big, huge deal that people try to make it out to be, you know? When you really love and care about someone, you're going to do your best to make it happen. You know, especially if you've already invested some time and energy into them. You really want to try to make it work. You know, you want to try and see how is this long term. Right? Because, like, for me, I'm, I'm pretty all over the place, but I'm very long term. Like, once I commit to something, like, I'm committed and there's nothing that can move that. Um, however... In relationships, what comes up a lot of times is selfishness. This is something I was telling someone today or yesterday. Um, But, like, for example, in my past, I would always get into relationships with guys who were very selfish and very self-centered. And, you know, not to say that they weren't nice people. They were, but... (laughs) For some reason, it was just something about me that made them be, in a sense, mean to me or stingy with me or, um, you know, always trying to, like, hold back. Like, I've only experienced one real great big love. Um... But even then, right, it was the same thing, the same feelings, the same the same end result, where I, as being this person who supposedly is supposed to be so damaged and so hurt and so broken and all this shit that I kept saying to myself, but when I came into a relationship or when I came, any kind of relationship of that sort, you know, even friendships, I found myself, like, really giving a lot. Like, my love language <laughs> is loud and clear. Like, you'll know if I care about you, you know? Um, I'm very thoughtful. I'm very sentimental, um... I love to write, like I'll write to you, I'll sing to you, you know what I mean, like, and I will always find that it's like, I would get into these situations, and I would be making the sacrifices, you know, I would totally be making the sacrifices, I would totally be keeping my end of the bargain. But for some reason, you know, it's just always some type of vibe where they don't keep theirs. And that's why I always end up single. Because I used to stay in these long-term relationships with guys who were just, like, getting more and more and more selfish, So it would usually start off as them being selfish with even shit just as simple as like compliments to being there for me when I need them to, um, you know, money if we if we shared anything um, to like, like it would just be getting increasingly worse and worse and worse. And after a while, I had to stop demonizing them. And really start to look at myself and say, well, okay, you can't change who you are, right? Because then that would be a punishment to me. It would be a punishment to me to have to lock this big, huge love that I have away because of people who don't appreciate it or people who aren't. Who don't know what it's what it is like? I, I don't know how to explain it, but it comes to a point to where they needed to make some type of sacrifice of their wants, not a need. I'm a very easygoing person. I seem like I'm difficult, but I'm really not. I just like what I like. Um, however, it would always be. A point where I would really see how they really feel about me. And, you know, usually at that point, because I'm like a hopeless romantic. So at that point, I'd already be so in love. And, oh my goodness, this is the one. All this bullshit. And then, boom, they do some wild shit to me. And I'm like, oh, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but trust me, I, I, when I really sit in it, it can make me very devastated just to see how these relationships just remind me so much of my childhood. Like trying to love my parents so much, like trying to be there for them so much, sacrifice so much just for them not to really care, just for them not to really show up, for them not to honor me. And it would keep replaying itself in my relationships because I kept doing it with my parents, which means I kept doing it in relationships too. However, let's go back to sacrifice. Once I really realized that there was nothing wrong with the way that I was loving and everything wrong with the people that I was choosing to love, ooh, at that point, baby... (laughs) (laughs) my life, my life changed. And it took a while because that just happened to me like real recently, you know, but I don't mind making sacrifices for love because I know that love reaps greater rewards that not only benefit you in the short term, but in the long term, you know, um, And that's just naturally who I am. Like, I'm that type of person that if I know that you like a certain thing or if you never did a certain thing or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, I'm going to remember that. (laughs) I'm going to remember that. I'm going to get up the money or get up whatever, and I'm going to make a sacrifice out of my wants, right? Let's say if I wanted to maybe take a trip to Peru, right? But my partner is like, oh, you know, I've never been to Belize or I've never been to anywhere. I'm not going to think it's no big deal. I could always go to Peru. But let's say if my partner's birthday is coming up, I'm like, all right, fuck it. We're going to Belize. Right? Like, that's that's what I mean by sacrifice. Like, compromising. Because compromising is a sacrifice. You know, it doesn't hurt to really put yourself out there, compromise is putting yourself out there. It's putting yourself in a way. It's putting yourself out there in a way where this can <laughs> this can build you up, or this can tear you down, right? Because sometimes compromise is extreme. Sometimes the apartment is asking for things that are just like, whoa, what the fuck, no, right? But when your partner's asking for simple things like cards, flowers, romantic text, um, you know, dates, dinner, whatever, like th- that, that type of shit is like very basic. It's very basic. You know, it's very simple. It's not something that you can't benefit from. If you really love your partner, seeing them smile would would make you smile. So why wouldn't you want to do things to make them smile? Right? Like, even if, let's say, for example, if Valentine's Day is not a big deal to you, but let's say if it's a big deal to your partner, if you really love and care about your partner, you're going to make something happen. (laughs) something, you know, but too often when it comes time to make that sacrifice to really solidify a relationship's validity, that's where we see a lot of people pull out, they withdraw, they, they do something extremely selfish or extremely inconsiderate. And it, it depletes from the relationship. You know, it depletes from the relationship. Um, you know when somebody really fucks with you. I don't care, like, how they act. I don't care how much times they curse you out. I don't care how much times they do whatever. Like, you know when somebody really, really fucks with you. So if you know that, then why treat them like you don't? Why not honor their feelings? Why not be there when they need you? Why not give them what they want? Is, are you going to die? Are you going to lose anything? No don't be like the don't be a selfish partner don't be a selfish partner because what's going to end up happening is that if you have this person with this big huge love towards you and they finally open their eyes and see, oh hey, this is a one a one-way street. Oops. I can't go nowhere on this one-way street. It's a dead end. They're going to turn around and get away from you. Like, like so much people use their past hurts. Like, so what I realized, or something that I could definitely say from... Let me put these flowers down. I'm sorry. Something I could definitely say from my experience is a lot of the guys who I would have had, who I have talked to, they've been, like, what we would call simps, suckers, whatever, right? I don't believe in none of those terms because that's bullshit. But that's for another day. By the time that I meet them, they're usually so damaged that the type of love that I have is just way too intense and they just find a way to fuck it up. Like... For example, they usually let's say if they usually would like take care of their girls or you know provide for their for their girlfriend or whatever they used to do. By the time that they meet me, man, forget it, <laughs> forget it. And that's not to say all of them. I find that the guys who I'm more like my friends, my male friends, treat me way better than the guys who I'm like or who I had been in, like, intimate relationships with, you know? Like, my male friends really see me for who I am, and they really appreciate and honor me, and I appreciate and honor them, because that lets me know, like, oh, shit, like, all men is really not the same. It's just me. I keep picking, I keep picking the ones that's low-key fucked up, but it was because I was still fucked up, you know? It was because I was still trying to overcompensate for a bond with my parents that I didn't have that obviously was still making a huge mark on my life, right? Like, I had this I, this fantasy in my mind, which it's not really a fantasy to me. Like, I, I'm going to make it happen, but because of my childhood, I said to myself, my children would never go through what I went through. So, if I have to be flexible and, and be submissive and really let the man in my life lead, let my husband lead, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make my relationship work, to make my marriage work, because I need to provide stability for my children. Is it, once I have children, it's bigger than me. I'm not dealing with no abusive shit, nah, and I'm not dealing with no selfish shit either. Those is like, those is major, those is major red flags because I've I've been through that already. (laughs) Right? Like, once you've been through a certain relationship pattern, once you see it coming, it makes you almost sick to your stomach because you just know how it's going to end. But because I know that the type of life I want to give my children... (laughs) Extra large homes, two, three car garages, uh, fucking the finest schools, the finest foods, the finest trips around the world. Like The life that I'm going to provide for my children, that I dream to provide for my children, is going to require a lot of compromise on my end. A lot of sacrifice on my end. Sacrifice of my ego, my time. Compromises with my ego, compromises of my time, compromises of my temperament, right? But it's all for someone who is worth it. And that's why I say any relationship can work. But without that sacrifice portion, without that compromise portion, it it doesn't become worth it. You know, it's it's really not worth it. And it's actually kind of hurtful. Like it's really hurtful when you are in a situation with somebody and you know you're you're trying, you're trying to beat all these all these fucking past all these childhood ghosts chasing you, and you're trying to like run away from these ghosts and like take this person's hand and run them away from their ghosts and y'all both running. If that person keeps looking back. If they keep getting stuck in their pain or getting stuck, you know, um, comparing, you know, you to their ex or you to their past or, you know what I'm saying? If that person keeps getting stuck, then that means that they, they turn it around, they're going to slow you down. And then those ghosts are going to get their ass. And then eventually, if you care about them, you're going to be so attached that your ghost is going to get you too. And they ghost. When two people are in love, you have to... You, it's like Temple Run. You feel me? When two people is really in love. Y'all, y'all meet and y'all hit the ground running. And that's not to say it's not going to be ups and downs. Of course, you're going to have periods in your life where your relationship is extremely fucking boring. And most likely, nine times out of ten, that's probably a healthy-ass relationship. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, like, it has to be two people that want to make it work. You know, it it can't be holding on to grudges, holding on to disputes, holding on to things that have happened in the past. Like, nah, you know, if y'all really honestly talk about it and both of y'all feel, like, satisfied with the information or satisfied with whatever's going on, then it's, okay, next step now. Let's do the next thing now. You know, but... And this is especially for, like, my young single lady, especially, like, me. It's not really worth it to continue to give your all to guys or even vice versa, you know, guys with girls, it's not worth it to give your all to people who don't value you, who don't respect you, who don't really dead ass want to see you happy. Because if you want to see me happy, wouldn't you try to make me happy? Like, I I don't understand that. So you want everything else to make me happy, but not you? You don't, you know, like, what is that? But that was something that I had to learn. I had to kiss a lot of frogs before I really started to see, like, oh, you don't want to make me happy. You're you're lazy. You're inconsiderate. You're selfish. You only care about making yourself happy. Uh, been there, done that. Nope. Nope. Hell no. Hell no. That's like, and on top of that, that's like low-key narcissistic. You don't need no more narcissist in life. That ass. You don't need somebody who's not gonna show up for you. Like that ass. You don't need that. You have to love yourself more, respect yourself more, raise your value more. Because if you settle for less, and they gonna, it's gonna get worse. It's it's gonna be so dis disintegrated that you're not even gonna recognize the connection anymore. Because that person is just depleting you, you know, and, and you're giving more and more and more and more. And they're giving nothing, 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 nothing. I mean, nothing. That's not that's that's not that relationship is not going nowhere. You know, and at the end of the day, love is not logical. Love is not logical. But we are, right? And we know when things are right. We know when to make that compromise. We know how to make shit happen. We all know. So if you are with somebody or if you're in love or whatever your special (laughs) Valentine's Day um, outlook looks like, go big or go home. That ass. If you're afraid to love... If you're afraid of love, it's like you're afraid of heat. So you should get out the kitchen. If you meet somebody with a big love... Or if you have somebody with big love... Give them big love back. Because it'll only benefit you in the end. Because one, you'll, you'll be investing really in this person. Investing in your life. Investing in your future. But then also... You'd be investing in yourself. Like, sometimes when I see how much I can really love other people, how hard I could go for other people, how special I can make other people feel, it makes me really smile. Because I'm like, yo, I'm really good at this. Like, this is so good. Like, look how happy they are. Look how grateful they are. You know, like, that makes me really happy when I give. I'm such a happy giver. But then I'm like a... Like... If I don't get anything back at all, after a while, I start being like, wait, scratch his head. What's going on here? What am I doing? What are we doing? You know, like, there's this one time... (gasps) There's this one time where, well, my kind of, like, third time dating a narc. And... I think he had knew that I needed money for something. I don't know. It was around the time. It was around like the beginning of everything that got fucked up for me with this COVID shit. And like. He knew that like I needed. I was like, I don't know. I probably was like $200 short on a or Some shit like that. Instead of him saying like, hey, I know you're not working right now, but I am. And I know how much you've done for me and I know how much you've given, how much you've sacrificed. Hey, you know what? Um, here's a hundred dollars or here's fifty dollars towards whatever you need to do. Nothing. You know what he did? <laughs> the nigga turned around and bought sneakers. Yeah. Like that's not that's not love. That that's that's toxic. Because then that means that you rather see me fucked up. And anybody, I'm telling you, on oh God, anybody that don't mind seeing you fucked up, especially if they dead ass can't help you, you gotta run. Just run. Cause that person gonna violate worse and worse and worse. It's, it's a waste of your time dealing with a person like that who don't mind to see you fucked up. So if you have somebody that never want to see you fucked up, always holding you down, 10 toes down, they always expressing their love, showing you their love, giving you their love, you know, despite their childhood traumas, despite your childhood traumas, like, make that shit really work. Like, commit to that shit, settle down, and get it together. Period. Because there's nothing really out here. The dating pool is full of narcissists right now full of them I mean they're everywhere it's only really people looking out for their their selves and I can't I don't know about you but I can't change who I am because of how somebody else is no but I can change them I can get rid of them I can't get rid of myself but I can get rid of you And open yourself up to somebody else, you know character doesn't really change that often, like people with big love show one they usually either show their big love in some type of way, so usually they they text a lot or they talk a lot or it's something right um and that's just like the prelude that's the prelude to all these other big extravagant ways that they have you know and that's to me that's beautiful like that to me is really what love is all about that passion that excitement that that drive that sacrifice that commitment that compromise like that is just so beautiful and if you have that with somebody and like I said you trying to make it work you could deadass make it work you just have to sacrifice stop being selfish stop being selfish because by the time you turn around and you realize you've been selfish all your fucking life you're gonna be fucking 40 50 years old with gallbladder problems all kinds of little fucked up problems all kinds of little fucked up health issues if you don't already have them and there's gonna be no one around to take care of you no one and if you do have a woman to take care of you, or somebody around to take care of you, usually they don't give a fuck about you, because that's how, that's on some real shit, like, even, even fucked up people know selfish people is fucked up, (laughs) but they'll deal with you for whatever, you know, whatever they getting out of it, but they don't really deal with you, they don't really care, you know, why would you want that, Like, there's a part in this Alicia, Alicia Keys song where she says, Hand me the world on a silver platter. And what point would it be with no one to share and with no one who truly cares for me? Like, that's just fucking deep as fuck because that's, that's how I feel about selfish people. It's like, okay, you've done all this stuff to accumulate all this shit for yourself. But what does it matter? So What? I don't measure success in in material things. That's not successful to me. I measure success in spiritual wealth, in metaphysical wealth. How big is your love? I don't care how big your bank is because when the dollar dollar crashes this year, your bank is going to be zero. But how big is your love? (laughs) Word. How big is your energy, your good energy, your good vibes? How big is that? It's not about how big your penis is or how, how like, no. How big is your love? Because that's the thing that's going to take us far when shit gets rough. Not sex. Sex is not going to do nothing. Sex is like putting a Band-Aid over, over a fucking waterfall. <laughs> it's just not going to work. It, it's not going to work, Ever. So how big is your love? How much are you willing to commit to this? How much are you willing to make this work? Those are some of the questions that you have to ask yourself when you either are in a relationship or you're getting in a relationship or you're thinking about getting in a relationship. Ask yourself, how much of you are you willing to sacrifice your wants for someone else? usually like I said it's not it's not as detrimental as they try to make it seem on social media like oh if you give your life to somebody else or if you spend your life with somebody else is is fucked up or it's not worth it or what if they do this what if they do that like I mean at the end of the day must <laughs> be real there's nothing that you can do to prevent certain shit But what you can do is stay true and stay loyal. That's it. And it'll pay off, you know. If you don't get your big love from who you want it from, I promise you, you're going to get it from somebody else. And it's going to be a bigger love than you ever thought about in your life. It's going to fucking blow you away. You're going to be like, wait. There's other people like you that are like me, (laughs) right, like we gotta, we gotta start making it work, we gotta start getting better, definitely gotta start getting better. And if you're with somebody who doesn't want who doesn't want to make you happy, who is selfish, who's inconsiderate, leave they ass alone. Leave they ass alone, cause it's only gonna get worse. I'm telling you, take my advice for it. Leave they motherfucking ass alone. Let they ass die alone, or with some bitch who is gonna force them to give. That's how. So that's that usually be selfish people karma. They usually be so selfish that life puts them in a situation where they're forced to give now. So don't worry about that. If you are listening to this on Valentine's Day, happy fucking Valentine's Day to all the real lovers. I hope that you guys have lots of healthy, happy sex today and make a bunch of little baby Scorpios so that we can continue <laughs> so that we can continue to see life and beauty and, and good health and transformation and rebirth of society through these children all right whether, you're, whether they're whether here now before whatever bring them out bring them out we need it we we need to start replenishing the earth We need to start replenishing our our people, our life for us. So, happy Valentine's to you all. Um, If you are... um, If you don't... If you're not in an opposite-sex relationship, if you're in a same-sex relationship, do y'all thing, too. Do y'all thing. Um, You know? What can we all do? We can all, like... (laughs) lay down in bed and look into our partner's eyes and just cuddle with them just hold them, embrace them kiss them, kiss them all over love on them give them what you want somebody to give you without fear don't hold nothing back give a big love because we're all capable of it no matter who you are no matter where you are love is everything and everything is love.